see, the more unlikely you are to be the candidates to wash feet, the greater impact it makes on those who need their feet washed. I mean, we expect certain people to do certain things as a, just a matter of duty. But what about those people who come along who just blow us away with their attitude of joy and service to God and who don't have to do it? And then we find ourselves falling all over them. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, Lonnie. Thank you, Lonnie, for shaving your head. Oh, praise God. For... Thank you, Lonnie. Oh. And they just go, stop. Stop. I'm just washing feet. That's all. I'm just washing feet. Haven't you seen this before? And then they might say, try it. You might like it. Good for you. He that is greatest shall be what? The servant of all. He that is greatest among you will be the servant. So if you're looking for somebody that's great, if you're looking for somebody that you can exalt, if you're looking for somebody that can be an example to your children or something, if you're looking for a person that you can look to and say, now there's a real disciple of Christ, then you look for someone who is busy serving. You don't have time to toot their own horn or blow their own whistle. They're just out there doing it to the glory of God and they're happy in it. Hallelujah. They're not looking for anything from you. Praise God. We're going to receive communion this morning. And we are doing it with this attitude in mind. That we've just come from a foot washing. Somebody just washed our feet. Jennifer, go ahead and come back to that piano if you would. Somebody just washed our feet. Now that puts a different perspective. I want you to think for just a moment over the past week of someone either in your family or in this church who has washed your feet. You know what? My wife has set such an example of this for me. She has taught me so many times the importance of washing feet. Things that she does, and I just want to tell you that I appreciate Jesus. Jesus got up from supper while the rest of them were still eating, took off his outer garment, and he laid it aside. He took an apron or a towel, put it around himself, and he poured the water. Can't you imagine the disciples looking at him? What's he doing? What's he going to do now? I think the disciples probably 99% of the time never had a clue what Jesus was going to do next, don't you? It must have been an exciting life. And we're going we're gonna to receive communion this morning by coming and just standing around here. Because that night they didn't sit in pews. They were together. Okay? And we're family. And if this is your first time, second time, third time, or if you're just visiting from another church, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a member of this church. You don't have to be a member of any church. All we ask is what our Lord and Savior asks, and that is that you be born again, and that you be willing to be led of the Holy Spirit. Ours is an open communion. I revel in washing feet. If I catch you with dirty feet, boy, you're done for. I'm going to wash them if I take note of it. And don't you dare refuse me. Everyone stand, please. And Jennifer, just lead us uh, in something or just whatever you want to do there, dear. And Alan, would you and some of the gentlemen prepare to serve us this morning? Come on down, folks. We'll serve you right across here. Just stand all across here. Thank you, Renee.